news out of the obstacle racing scene want to stay up to date on the freshest info the latest podiums and hear interviews with the who's who and ocr well you've come to the wrong place well some of that you'll find here but we're not the media this is not orm ocm ocrm orcm this is ocr talk Hello, this is Jason Dupree. And Anna Landry. And this is episode one of season four of OCR Talk. Our fourth year in a row to keep doing this. Season four. Do you think it's too much? Like, should we should we stop at this point? Um, nah. <laughs> We've come too far. We've passed the point of no return. You know, in... <laughs> In the talks and, and and getting into other things, like all the video stuff, I uh, I think I may have told you at one point, I, I questioned, should I drop out, you know, maybe even let somebody else continue the, the name and with you if you want it. But I definitely thought about it. Like, should I yeah. focus on other things? And because, <laughs> you know, not doing this full time, it's it's hard to to make it happen as much as we would like to. And yeah, I can put your focus into everything. So, yeah, I can I I can only imagine like, you know, people I definitely have a new respect for people who put out content more regularly than we do. Oh, yeah, for sure. (laughs) But anyway, yeah, fourth year started in 2017, right? Time flies, Jason. Time flies. 19, 18, 19, 20, 21. Yeah. 21 minus 2018. <laughs> 18. It's uh, been fun. And I mean, I don't, I don't see, you know, we didn't really have like a recap of our year or what we're thinking of doing going forward. But at, at this point, I, I think, I don't, I don't really think there's much to change right now. Like we've kind of been changing over the course of the year and, yeah, I think we're in a pretty good spot at the moment. Yeah, these are uh, these are weird times. You just got to go with the flow, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was probably like the biggest lesson everybody learned last year. You just got to right. go with it. <laughs> and as things try to get back to normal, I actually had a race last weekend, which was pretty cool. Yeah, to took run over a the trail, Strava leaderboard. A trail race. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we have a, for the listeners, we have a Strava group for uh, the Osera Report. And um, I think you won it. You were at the top of the leaderboard for the first two weeks, I think. <laughs> I overtook you. I mean, you had a great training week, uh, but I overtook you just because I had a, a 22-mile <laughs> trail race. Yeah, I think uh, at the end of that week, I was like, I wonder how many... How much I have to do to ca- like even catch up. You had up. Sunday. You could have done it. Yeah, I could have done it Sunday. I was, but I was secretly waiting to see if you were gonna like do anything. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about it, <laughs> but then I was like, uh, you know, I already went off my training plan like <laughs> for that ten mile run, so I don't want to push it. Like, 
Yeah, well, my, my training's not been super uh, strict either, so that 22-miler was, um, <laughs> you know, more than I necessarily should have been doing at the, at the time. Yeah. But um, so I definitely, the, the rest days afterwards were good. <laughs> so you mean you haven't uh, downloaded or joined the running public's uh, training plan? No, I haven't. <laughs> it, is that, what, what is that on? That's uh, on Training Peaks. I I think I downloaded that app just to see if I could like preview their because a lot of the a lot of their training plans that you can purchase through that through that app or through that program you can like preview some stuff and Uh, I was gonna see if like whenever they released it like you could preview it before buying it I know it's only like twenty bucks a month and it's super affordable but still like you know I I feel like uh, I've got my hundred miler training plane and I'm sticking to that pretty good right now. So I didn't want to add in like too much, you know? Yeah. Well, speaking of training plans, I did just get the new, you know, everybody knows that I, that I think we both have Coros watches and I had the Coros pace. Like it was the first watch they released. (laughs) Um, it was $300 at the time when they released it. And then I think it was like about a year later that they took the price down because they were releasing all these other watches that were the more higher end ones. And so they took the pace down to 200 and they've since released a second version of the pace and it's got a longer battery life. Uh, it's lighter. It's got some of the newer features that the old one couldn't handle that uh, some of the other ones do too. So that's one of the things that the new one has. So I got a Chorus Pace 2, and thanks to you for giving me a, uh, a gift card to take a, a bit off of my purchase for that. <laughs> Merry Christmas. And it, it's, yeah, I appreciate that. And it's it's awesome. Um, one of the, So one of the things, the training plans that it has, you can either download or create training plans, and then when you go to do a workout, you can pick the training plan and let it, you know, remind you, okay, now it's time for the curls. Now it's time to do dips. Now it's time, you know, like, I don't, I haven't used it for that uh, yet, but I have uh, synced some uh, training plans, training workouts in there. Uh, pretty excited to give that a try. Yeah, I haven't, like, uh, loaded a whole training plan onto mine yet. Um, but I have like started a training plan <laughs> or a, tra- a workout that I loaded onto it and then um, just to test it out just to see how it was. And yeah, I mean, it's, it? it's pretty easy. I mean, I like it. I like the it's pretty simple um, to create your own workout on the app. And then it just like loads right onto your watch once it syncs and everything. And I mean, you can. I'm sure it buzzes when it's time to go to the next the next re- uh, workout or whatever. Yeah, and then yeah, like cool. it'll ask you if you want to include a warm up and a cool down, and yeah, it's great. I like it. Um, I don't think like a lot of people still in North America have caught on because I'm still a lot of uh, like the Instagram posts and stuff that I see are largely like a number of European athletes. Hmm. Um, and I mean, it, it, Koros, I feel like is gaining some popularity. You know, I feel like the word's definitely getting out there about it. But like, I I feel like people still don't understand like how much more affordable it is compared yeah. to some of Garmin's higher end stuff. And I know like Garmin's a you know a recognized brand 
and all, but like the performance to me is definitely comparable. So yeah, for sure. For a way better price. And yeah, yeah, pretty crazy that they got, um, I I'm blanking on the name, the, the guy that did the sub two hour marathon. Oh, Elliot, uh, Kipchoge. Yeah. Yeah, they got him as a, a sponsored athlete too, which is pretty yes. rad. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that is super rad. I love that. And um I think uh Emma Coburn, I think she's she's actually a local here in uh lives in Boulder, but she's oh, right like a world class athlete too that they uh they've got her training on the track and testing out different stuff for them. So they're cool. they're they're getting out there. It's taken a little bit of time, but I'm glad I can afford them now before they get super popular. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which which version do you have? Which watch? I've got the Apex, the smaller, um, the smaller size, because there's like two different sizes of the Apex. One's like a 46, and the other's a 42, I think. And the yeah. for, 46 is more for like guy sizes. And I think mine is about the same size as yours. I want to say. Well, yeah, it's funny that the the pace you know the the first one had a pretty big face and i was like wow this is bigger than i realized and seeing some people's garments and stuff it's like man those watches are huge yeah <laughs> uh, but the, the pace too is more in line with like just i think what a normal watch should look like it is a smaller face so it's nice yeah i think that phoenix that i gave to mike like just the face just the watch face itself like <laughs> took up my whole wrist <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> like you're wearing a, a dinner plate on your hand on pretty your much yeah pretty much whenever i would be at work and i would be pointing to something on the tv screen in front of the doctors they're like i can't see anything but your watch <laughs> <laughs> and, and they've also incorporated the instead of nothing but buttons they've got the little rolling dial thing on the side yeah, I like uh, that. So it's a it's a button itself, but in, when you go through menus, you just roll it instead of clicking up and down buttons, which is it's pretty nice. Yeah, yeah. Really minimizes the uh, the amount of ways you have to touch the thing. Yeah, that, and I don't have to worry about like accidentally hitting a button and doing something, changing a setting, or starting a workout, or you know <laughs> something random right. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I've been pretty pleased with it so far. I it. Uh, I was supposed to run today, but today ended up having a lot more to it than I expected. <laughs> uh, so I probably, it came in like after my run uh, Wednesday. So nice. um, I haven't gotten the run with it yet. Nice. Yeah, I, I got that, that gift card whenever they were doing their little mystery mystery gift bags or whatever that they were doing around the holidays. Like you paid like 19 bucks for a mystery thing and they sent you yeah. whatever some people were getting like watches and stuff so I was secretly yeah. hope, i was secretly hoping like i would get a koros box in the mail but that <laughs> didn't happen um but the, i mean the gift cards they were giving away were like i mean not you know s- you know any small amount by any means but i, I sat- don't know why i didn't do it i i, <laughs> I feel dumb for not doing it but I, I think I thought, you know, I p- won't plan on getting one until uh, later in the year. Yeah. Um, so I so I just didn't bother with it. But man, shoot. I, I don't know. I should have. I'm Dodo. <laughs> yeah. I, I, mine was kind of that. I was kind of like a like a spontaneous purchase for me. Like, oh, why not? They only have, you know, they're only running it for a little bit longer. Like, might as well while they're still running it, you know. 
And then like I had that gift card and I'm like sitting on it and sitting on it. I'm like, what can I get? Like, I, I want to, I can't justify buying a new watch (laughs) because mine is still like the battery life is still killer on it. So like, I can't justify buying a new watch. And then I remember whenever we were talking about, oh, the update, (laughs) the update won't go to my watch or whatever. Like, (laughs) oh, okay. I know what to do with it now. (laughs) You you could have got a sweet visor. Those are pretty rad. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, I was hoping to get that as like an ambassador, but they were like, (laughs) nah, we'll pass. No. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah the 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 workout mode another cool thing about it is that it's supposed to show a, a heat map on your body to show where you've worked out the most mm-hmm. to kind of give you an idea like you know if you're focusing on a certain part a uh, group of muscles you'll be able to see here's where i've been focusing oh i've been leaving behind this portion so let me do a workout that gear you know it's geared towards that um, so i'm looking forward to using that as well yeah they have uh they have pre-made training plans too if you ever look into it made by some of their athletes so you the, can just those like, are the ones i've loaded so far yeah just to check them out before yeah. i create any yeah i haven't i haven't i've looked through some but i haven't loaded any um but yeah yeah pretty cool so go buy a Coros <laughs> and use code ocr talk no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we have no affiliation with them other than them telling us uh no thanks when we ask them if if they'll sponsor us <laughs> <laughs> but no hard feelings, obviously, because we're still going to promote them. <laughs> yeah, for sure. That's how much we believe in them. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I know, you know, I'm going to talk about the, the trail race that I did. Uh, what about you? What you been uh, up to as far as new year uh, training? You've got your 100 miler training plan going on. What's that looking like? Yeah, so I've just finished like the first part of my building phase. So I'm like 25-ish miles a week, ramping up to like 35-ish and then just like kind of rinsing and repeating that that plan throughout the week. Um, And yeah. It's, how, how long is the training plan? Um, well, the training plan that I uh, that I found and I kind of tweaked a little bit, it's actually for 28 weeks, like if you were 28 weeks out from your race. And since I'm like 40-something, I just figured I'd take a little bit longer in this building phase. And okay. then um, I'm still working with uh, the same personal trainer I've been seeing over at 24 Hour. Uh, she's freaking awesome. Um, we're probably going to go on a little trail run this weekend up in evergreen. But, um, I've been working with her a lot because, uh, she helped me identify like some imbalances that I had and Hmm. doing like a lot of corrective work and stability work with me. Um, usually about once every month, month and a half, uh, we'll get together and we'll do a few things. Like yesterday was all strength and stability. Like, she had me doing static moves with like strength moves just to strengthen some of those accessory muscles, um, like goblet squats and like working on my hamstrings and my glutes and a lot of posterior chain stuff. So it's, it's actually like really cool because I kind of, we were kind of talking, talking through it, uh, last night and I'm like, you know what? Like, I feel like I have a lot less little, you know, nagging things 
this year, <laughs> you know, that hmm. throughout the time that I've been working with her, because like, we've really been focused on that whenever we get together and do stuff um, is just like working on imbalances and trying to, trying to get my form right and everything else. <laughs> yeah, that's really cool. I know, and you know, as a non-professional athlete, I, I do things to kind of make sure I'm focusing on what I expect, but also, you know, making sure I'm uh, stretching the muscles that I'm going to be using, but don't normally train that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. But you're actually getting like professional, like here's where your body is out of, out of needs the help and mm -hmm. let's work on that. And yeah, that's really cool. Cause that's what leads. I think the most people to uh, uh, injury is not focusing <laughs> on building what they're going to be using because you don't feel like you're using, using some things um, even though you really are. Yeah. Yeah, no, she's, she's really been helpful, uh, with that. And I feel like, I feel like if you're in a place where you think it would be definitely be a good investment for you, um, it's worth every penny. If you can find someone that you click with, um, to help you with it, because like, she's super in tune with, uh, what I need. And like, I feel really comfortable. Like, I think it was probably a couple weeks ago or a week or so ago, like I was having like a really hard time at work and I was stressed out and I just kind of wanted to go punch something. <laughs> and, and I texted her because I knew I had a session with her that night. And, um, I was like, you know what, screw the corrective stuff. Can we just like throw stuff around <laughs> tonight? Because like, I really feel like I have all this energy that like, I really need to get out. And she's like, she's like, well, that's not quite what I had in mind, but I can definitely rework what I had planned out for you. <laughs> and she totally, she totally took her workout and she rearranged it on the fly to where like, I would still be picking up heavy stuff and throwing it down. But then I would hmm. also be, it was almost like a, a DECA high rock style workout where Ooh. I had running and then I had strength intervals in between and you know it was like a really good mix and like at the end I was definitely like all right I'm gassed my legs are shaking this is awesome <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome yeah. yeah putting in some real work <laughs> right <laughs> I on the other hand am uh kind of I guess getting things ready for OCR training. So I'm running like normal, I think. But uh, I, m my my wife, April, she's uh, been taking the room that we have our treadmill in and she's like saying, I want I want this to be dedicated workout room so that mm -hmm. I have a, a place to go do that and feel, you know, like encouraged to go do it and stuff. So she she painted it a color that, you know, make her feel good and all that stuff. And she's going to decorate it some. And, uh, she's got herself a workout bench to put in there. Uh, so all that good stuff. And she started a, a program that somebody actually gave to her for Christmas. So it was pretty cool. It's a, it's a personal trainer on online, like on an app and in the app, they'll, they'll basically assign you workouts and say, here's the workouts you want to do this week, you know, do them at your leisure. And it, it's so, it's like something that they probably have as a, like the, the, trainers can buy the package and then tweak it to, to fit them. So some of the workouts will be generic, uh, generic videos of people, but then sometimes it will be that actual trainer showing, here's how you do this move. 
And so you put in your times and how many reps you did and all that kind of stuff. And then they give you feedback. And um, so she's kind of got that uh, little bit of encouragement and uh, encounter. What's the word when when people are relying on you to do it? Oh, accountability. Yeah, accountability. Yeah. uh, Accountability. Yeah. (laughs) And so she's getting a little bit of that from somebody else besides me. Because, like, I'm I'm obviously, like, I'm not, I want her to do it, but I'm not going to push her to do it. So it's nice to have somebody outside of that. uh, It's making her really enjoy, uh, I think, getting getting into it. That's awesome. So not only do we have that, but I've also, you know, started working on my, um, my garage to put up my hanging doodads so that I can do <laughs> the swinging movements and work on um, my upper body uh, hanging that way. Cause we don't live near a uh, climbing gym anymore. So I, I really miss climbing cause I was so close to the other one uh, before we moved. And I, I think it was huge for working on my grip. So I'll have to, you know, continue uh, forcing that grip strength training on my uh, rings and maybe get a few extra holds and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. I should get you one of those uh, grip boards that you can mount on your wall. <laughs> you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah. Yeah. Right. But looking at it, it's kind of funny looking at the calendar. It's like, when is my first OCR? You know, I did this trail race this, this month. Uh, we were going to do, me and Josh McCarty, the guy who I ran with last weekend, we're going to do High Rocks in Dallas this uh, this week, uh, next month mm-hmm. in February. They are requiring COVID tests to, to partake. Oh, wow. I'm not even sh- I feel like I heard that they canceled it, too. So I, I don't think they did. I think they that. postponed it to March hmm. or s- well, April. Yeah. So, so I'm pretty sure we were both out for that. And, um, and then in my event for March is going to be a, uh, a run in, um, we're going to do, we're going to go to Eagle Rock Loop in Arkansas and do like a, like a hike, like a, a trail run slash camping trip. Like we're going to run half of it one day, camp out, ha- you know, hang out, have a, a cool dude's time and then, uh, run the rest of it the next day. So it'd be like fif- 13 to 15 miles a day. Nice. And it's pretty, pretty mountainous out there. I mean, you cross over several peaks uh, over the course of that trail, too. That's pretty cool. So I've got that in March. And then I think, I feel like April is not, I don't have any races in April because, um, hang on. Oh, right. So, yeah, after Eagle Rock Loop in late March, we're doing... The uh, oh yeah, the team Baton Rouge to New Orleans. Yes. Yeah. So another run, and then the very first um, obstacle race that I'm going to do this year is not going to be until early May, and that's going to I'm going to go to Montana and do the Spartan up there, the Ultra Beast up there in May. Yeah. So it's it's kind of crazy. Like that's what I've been thinking about. It's like I <laughs> I, I should start doing more pull ups and stuff, yeah. but I don't really have like a rush because I still got several you know five months until four months now three months i don't know (laughs) (laughs) so yeah i need to i need to get that up but it's still going to be a minute before i even do an obstacle race which is i was actually just looking at my calendar now (laughs) Mm -hmm. and i to be honest i can't remember what uh what ocrs i was signed up for last year that got carried over to this year 
So if any of those exist, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But <laughs> it, it looks like so. It looks like my first OCR is WTM in November. <laughs> no, yes. you're not going to. You're not going to go to World uh, OCR Worlds. Uh, probably not. I don't know. Anna, it, you're going to miss I it know, every year. I know. I know. And it's like, ah. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna. So I'm, why... I'm just gonna have to hire somebody by then. <laughs> I'm just gonna have to hire a new a new nurse by then. <laughs> well, is that part of it? You just feel like you're going to be too busy yeah, at that time? Yeah, I feel like yeah. we're going to, yeah. Cause, yeah. Well, that's understandable. Yeah. I mean, you, you've got your, you've work, got your goal. Yeah. Yeah. You've got your, your big goal this year. You know, if, if uh, it's a shame to miss out on that a kind of event each year just because it is so amazing, but, you know. I mean, I would even year. go just like as a spectator, just like as a, you know, just to go and watch it. Yeah. <laughs> just to go and spectate and like cheer all of y'all on, you know, like just to just to have the experience. I know it's not like the athlete experience, but even well, right. even but why, just being if you there. went, why wouldn't you? Right. Why wouldn't you race though? Yeah. That's what I would be missing, you know. <laughs> I feel yeah. yeah, I feel like whenever you come into this sport and you you start like getting really into it and getting kind of competitive um with it and then like you go on the other side, it's like, oh man, you got like serious FOMO. <laughs> so, well, uh, thanks for tuning in, listening to Trail Running Talk. <laughs> this is Jason and Anna. Um, uh, we'll switch back over to OCR Talk come come, come May, November, maybe. May, November. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the world we're in right now, right? Like it's it's probably easier for a trail race to put on oh, yeah. a race than it is. And I'll, I'll actually address some of those reasons why I think it is once we talk about that race later on. Yep. So there's our intro. <laughs> Anything else you want to add? <laughs> so getting into the show. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Well, um, yeah, before we get into all that stuff, we do need to mention all the things that we have said that we're going to remember to mention every episode now. All the things. Be all professional here, as I pointed out all nonchalantly. <laughs> um, <clears throat> first off, you know, we are OCR Talk and we are part of the OCR Report family. We're so happy to be working with that team. Uh, so many cool people on that team, the different podcasts that are there. Uh, Carlo and Jack and just the the kind of little bit of family that we've created uh, by being part of that team is is really awesome. Um, we've got the Threadless store, OC, the OCRreport.threadless.com. You can find all of the merch from all of our different shows on there. You can find World's Toughest Podcast, the OCR Report, um, Obstacle Running Adventures, OCR Coven, us, and... Uh, even Jack Gorris even has a, a shirt on there. Um, I'm sure we'll get some stuff up there for Overcome and Run, but uh, I think uh, Heather's taking a little hiatus for the moment. So that'll be that'll be to come. But go check that out. Uh, we will, the giveaway that we're about to do, one of them, because we are doing two, <laughs> is for a T-shirt, any T-shirt from the Threadless store. So you get to pick which podcast you want a shirt from. Your choice. Now, are you ready to do that giveaway? Yes. I, um, do we have part of the drum roll? Part of me, <laughs> part of me is happy for the people that entered, but then part of me is also sad because it wasn't that many. Yeah. Like 
Does does nobody else want to like it's <laughs> it's so low the amount of people like your chances are the best. This is the best giveaway that you could ever enter to possibly win. <laughs> like your chances are so high. <laughs> like both both of these giveaways could actually go to the same person. <laughs> well, well, we're not going to do that. So we're going <laughs> to make it fair. We had two people enter for the giveaway, which is I'm totally cool. Look, yeah. if one person enters and we give them something, that's great. Yeah. I don't I don't care that it's not more people. I'm just surprised that more people are not like, heck, yeah, let me <laughs> enter into this thing that Jason keeps telling me that nobody <laughs> there's barely any competition. Oh, wait, you know. hang on. Pause, because I think I had someone. Oh, is there one more? I know of two. That commented on our I was just Facebook making, or Instagram. I, f- I thought because I had someone message me on like my Instagram and I just wanted to make sure that we didn't talk about that. Oh, that they didn't talk about that. Okay. Okay. We're good. <laughs> All right. Well, we've got two people. Yeah. We've got Ronnie LaCasson and Sophia Harnady, who I'm pretty sure has won multiple things from us yes. already. So she's got a whole closet full of stuff. <laughs> She has all the OCR talking. And so one of them is going to win the shirt and one of them <laughs> is going to win a can of Perform Elite. Yeah. So the thing that we need to decide is when I spin the wheel, who does that go to? Like, what's the, what's the more prize thing? We'll, we'll f- what's the more prize thing, the shirt or the Perform Elite? I mean. Perform Elite costs more. Yeah. But, I mean, they're both pretty awesome. <laughs> Perform Elite costs more, but a shirt lasts longer? Yeah. I don't know. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Will, I'm going to flip a coin. I'm going to flip a coin right now. For the for, shirt? Or pre- for or what, we're, what we're drawing first. For what the first yeah. winner wins first. So it's going to, well, it's going to be whoever doesn't win here yeah. wins the other one. Yeah. That's, that's all it is. Yeah. So <laughs> you two guys and gals, you're going to get something right here. If you're listening right now, you're about to get something. This is scintillating media right now (laughs) all right oh good old abe lincoln (laughs) is what 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 what's heads oh the heads (laughs) all right so heads is uh perform elite tails is the shirt all right here we go if i don't drop it all right it's tails (laughs) it's tails so that's the shirt so who we're spinning for now gets the shirt (laughs) and who does not it doesn't land on gets perform elite yeah now I've I've created a wheel that has people about ten Sophias and ten <laughs> Ronnies, so it's just a whole bunch of them, and it's going to last. It's going to take about thirty seconds or so to spin the whole thing. So, um, Anna, we need to start sharing screens while we're doing this. this. Zencaster <laughs> needs to get well. Zencaster is supposed to have they're doing a beta for uh, video, and we need it. I've been requesting yeah. it. We need it. Anyway, are you ready? Yes. For the shirt. Do it. Here we go. Spinning. I don't know if you can hear it. No, but I can't it's spinning. hear it. I missed the I missed the sound effects. I know. <laughs> well I can put them in post. There you go. Here it goes. We're almost there. It's like Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> it is for the shirt is I'm gonna laugh if it's oh. Sophia. <laughs> it's Sophia. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Oh no. Oh, it's what I'm running. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, that was exciting from my side. I'm sorry you didn't get to see that. 
like this. That's your peaks got so high on that. <laughs> My apologies. That's why I put a whole bunch of them on there so it wouldn't be for sure, you know, toward you know, anyway. So Ronnie gets the shirt, Sophia gets Perform Elite. We're in contact both of you Woo! guys. Uh Ronnie, you can go ahead and go to the Threadless store and pick out what shirt you want. I would recommend going with a tri-blend shirt. Um ordering up because they are the soft the soft soft ones. Um they are the ones with the like <clears throat> heather color so it's kind of like a blended color but they're the softest while the uh, extra soft are still pretty soft but they're a more flat color and um i'd maybe order up a size too as soft really I, I i i didn't think so i uh everything i've ordered has been perfect but they were all the regular shirts did you order a women's shirt yeah and it shrunk okay like well maybe that's ish. why in the wash. So if Ronnie, if you if you get go with the unisex shirt, I think just normal size should be should be good. And Sophia, you need to message me your address so I can pass that along to Matt, and he'll send you out your goodies. Formally, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, those cans are what, like forty bucks? Yeah. Yeah, man. Hmm. So. All right. Well, that's awesome. Disclaimer on the. Uh, on the on the code, <laughs> um, y'all have got to message us if you want to uh, endure elite code because a code. Yeah, what do you mean? the discount code isn't working right now. They had a oh, it's not. Yeah, no, they had a over the weekend. I or not over the weekend. Um, I think it was like a day or so ago. They switched over their website or something like that, and it the, oh, the codes right. aren't working anymore. So okay, I I did just see that. Yeah, um, I didn't realize that's what they were talking about. Yeah, but I did plan on mentioning <laughs> at the moment there is a site wide sale at a new There is. You can use codes save twenty, save twenty five, save thirty, save thirty five, save forty, depending on how much you spend. Yes. So it's like if you spend fifty dollars, a hundred dollars, hundred fifty, two hundred. I'm sure it all says it on the website, but yep. So the more you spend, the higher percentage off your order you get. But 20% off $50 or more. I mean, that's still a pretty good deal. Yeah. I mean, that's better than our little 10% off that we had. Yeah. So if you do want to code moving forward after this weekend and you happen to miss your sale, just let us know. Wait, do we have an, a secret one to give? Um, No, I just have to get it from Matt and then <laughs> he'll, because it's one time use. So I don't want to. Oh, I got yeah. you. So, yeah, if if a normal like OCR code, OCR talk or OCR report code comes out for Enduralite, we will let y'all know. Yes. But at the moment, uh, there is not one. Yep. But you can still get one. <laughs> but it probably won't be as good as their current sale that they're running right now. That's right. So, I don't know how long that'll last. Yeah, usually they run say. it like through the weekend. Like it, especially if they email it out on a Friday, they usually run it through the weekend and then um, it ends like at midnight on Sunday. Um, yeah, I'll try to get this out quick so people can hear and know about it. Yep. Oh, actually, it's going. Yeah. one thirty-one is the end date. So Sunday at 11.59 p.m. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'll make sure to get this up quick tonight. Yep. All right. Well, uh, yeah, we're we're gonna get some screen share going uh, next time because that that uh, spinny wheel was too exciting. That, was, that sounded like it was super exciting. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I got gypped. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> 
All right. Well, before we uh, get into uh, topics, let's just one more thing to mention. The OCR Reports Instagram, I know our Instagram, I mean, we're pretty lax on it, just like we are with the show. <laughs> but the OCR Reports Instagram, you know, that's the main place for getting all the all the goodies, all the good info and stuff. Um, we are very close to getting 10,000 subscribers, which is what you need to be able to do the swipe up for more, like swipe up for the link instead of having to go to the bio and all that. So uh, if you haven't subscribed to the OCR report on Instagram yet, go do that and uh, help us get to 10,000 so we can uh, be even better for our audience. Right. Hit subscribe. Where'd you go? <laughs> Sorry. My son grabbed a knife. Like, so. smash that subscribe <laughs> button. Smash that subscribe button. Yes. Smash it. I hate that saying. All right. <laughs> Your son's even yeah, into he's it. getting all into it. <laughs> uh, he's, well, I've got, uh, what? <laughs> I was going to say, these kids nowadays and their lingo. Yeah. TikToking and stuff. <laughs> You know, it's funny, uh, when TikTok first came out, I saw it, and I was like, hmm, what's this? I'll check it out. And, like, took a couple videos and tried a couple things, and I was like, ah, oh, that's kind of neat. And then it got insanely popular, and I was like, I'm never touching that no, again. No, thank you. Smash <laughs> subscribe and turn on notifications. Yeah. You heard that? There you go. You heard that? <laughs> Anna, can we just get him to record <laughs> something, and we'll just play it every episode? <laughs> you want him to? He totally will. That'd be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Subscribe! <laughs> now! <laughs> I'm just going to put that at the very end. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, I got three topics to talk about. What You got any extra ones or just those? <laughs> free money. Free money? What do you think? What do you think we're running over those, here? One of those lottery apps or something. <laughs> Oh man, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I don't have do anything you, uh, extra. Yeah. Uh, no other topics. Uh, I don't think so. No, I got nothing. Okay. Well, uh, first thing I want to talk about is um, Joe Joe DeSena had put out a video back in like April. So this is like um covid just hit and things are getting serious and it was him putting out a video now somebody shared it with us recently and just like a have you know hey have you guys seen this look how beat down joe is so it's a very interesting video to see his demeanor versus how you probably see him every you know every every other time uh so there's a video on youtube Joe talks about basically what they're having to do during COVID and all that stuff to stay afloat. And um, the biggest thing he's, he says is it's, uh, you know, we furloughed 75% of our staff. Everybody else is taking minimum salaries and we're, we're doing what we have to do to make sure we last so that once this is once, once we get out of this, that we can continue to provide this service for our, you know, for our community. And he did sound beat down. And, and it's so funny that it was that was just in April. Like that wasn't like I want to know how does he feel about all that stuff now? Like coming through the rest of the year, where is he 
with those feelings, where is Spartan with how many people they've hired versus fired? Uh, I would be very curious to to hear that. But the the main thing I, I that I took from it was the negative comments that people were posting on the YouTube. I mean, that's normal, right? You don't look at the comments, right? But it was just overwhelming. You should uh, this you, you're selfish and unfair, and you should be uh, giving refunds. And, um, you know, your crooks and just so much negativity from people, uh, just kind of blows me away. And I know, you know, everybody's in their own place with all this, but if you had the money to go spend on a Spartan race before it is that extra hundred dollars really going to like make a break, make a break you for, for whatever situation you're in now. I mean, maybe, I mean, maybe some people are like that, but, um, <clears throat> even in your situation, you still have to understand their situation too. Like, and, and I, that's the biggest thing about it. Is I felt like he presented it fairly well to say, here's the why. Right. And it's unfortunate, but this is where we are. So that's why I just thought it was crazy that people were saying that you're selfish. And he explained it like he's not being selfish. They're, they want, I mean, they're a company trying to stay afloat. That's, that's as simple as that. Anyway, um, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I didn't watch the video myself. I think I remember um, what what video you're referring to, though. Um, I mean, it's just like with any other business. Um, but they are, I guess a lot of people see them as an entertainment business. Well, they, yeah, they are because they're like in the event industry business. So right. like they're providing a service to their customers that they can't um, they can't deliver on anymore basically so a lot of people just feel slighted and I guess like with all this uncertainty going on and like everything's different from day to day like I feel like everyone responds to it differently and I feel like the longer this goes on the more of a I don't know a negative outlook people have. <laughs> towards these kind mm -hmm. of things like, oh, you know, I guess we'll see if that event really happens. I don't know at this point, you know, um, yeah. I'm not counting on it, you know, and they're just being really negative about it, which I mean, is completely understandable. You know, that was a lot of our lives last year was, oh, is this going to happen? Is this going to happen? It gets closer and closer and then it gets canceled at the last minute, you know. And cautious is one thing, but the negativity of trying to call somebody a crook and stuff is is different. Right, right. And I mean, everybody is doing what they can to A, keep their businesses afloat and B, like really provide and get their customers back and give them what they want again, because that's their, that's their industry was de completely dependent on us. So, and they know that, but they also have a business to run. And in order to do that, they have to pay their employees because nobody's going to work for free. <laughs> You know, um, yeah. things cost money. And uh, I mean, you know, not everything can be handed out, uh, unfortunately. So, you know, there just has to be a balance of like recognizing what's being cautious and what's, uh, you know, what's going to be the right decision for the long game. You know, they're yeah. trying to stay in this for the long game, for the long run. They want to stay in it 
whether that means only holding, you know, a handful of events, whether that means, you know, having no events and then coming back full force after July or whatever it may be, you know, it's, it's just all too uncertain. And I feel like, I don't know (laughs) if, if you were gonna spend that money on a race (laughs) with the state of affairs as they are now, um, I mean, personally, that's why I haven't signed up for anything because I feel like it's too uncertain right now. So I don't want to spend the money, but I know that like, I'm not really going out and doing anything right now. So I'm not really spending any money. So I'm kind of saving it. And that, and that means... was in April's. So maybe those people, maybe they're more understanding now, yeah. maybe not, but you know, more time has passed. So it's not quite as much of a shock, I guess, yeah. possibly. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Uh, April was like, we're a month into this now and this is getting real. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I think there was a lot of denial going on around that too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I even saw on the Discord, uh, Josh Chase had posted where he had said something to somebody about refunds and whatever. And Elvi uh, Guzman mm-hmm. uh, from City Race, City Challenge, uh, had commented behind Josh and and was laying out like, here's where our company is in trying to stay afloat. They said that they took out a big giant loan, yeah, uh, to help with that kind of stuff. So it's not it's not like these companies are just raking in the money because <laughs> they uh, are, got to cancel races and they still got their entry fees. Yeah. So it's a very interesting time, uh, especially right. At this moment, because like the big topic that everybody's talking about right now is the stock market and mm-hmm. um, what's happening with the the Reddit crew trying to <laughs> hang on to like GameStop and AMC stock. And it's just it's kind of crazy to see just uh, where we are. And uh, oh, uh, the, the thing I saw that that made me tie it into this was. I have a, a, an account with Betterment, which is like an investment firm, and they uh, posted a video that was just like, here's where we are. What should you do? So it was just kind of like some advice on on what to do. And um, one of the things that they were saying is, you know, don't take your um, no blank on what I what I the point I had to make here. Um, <clears throat> oh, Put your money, uh, you know, if like, obviously you got to take care of yourself, like make sure you've got that, that, uh, nest egg. Um, if, and then after that, if you can still continue putting into your retirement plan, do that kind of thing or your investments put into that kind of stuff. But if you can, you know, the, basically the, the third step to the equation is to continue to help out your community. The more that you can put into mostly your local businesses, the better, the better off we all are. So, you know, if you obviously if you need to buckle down and just get uh, tight groceries and do all that stuff, that's that's understandable. But if uh, you have the extra the, the, the money to to go out and eat, you know, once a week or something like that, you're helping all of us at the same time. Yep. So very serious, very real topics that um, it's uh, it's crazy, man. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy out there. <laughs> there's there's some hope on the horizon, though. I feel like, um, uh, I mean, I feel like more. I feel like taking a more optimistic approach to it 
because like, that's really all you can do at this point. Right. So like, I like to think of it this way, like people might be super negative about the state of the world. (laughs) Um, but at the same time, I think everybody's just tired of all like the outside chatter that they hear that they are more, uh, understanding they're becoming more understanding hopefully anyway (laughs) Uh, they're becoming more understanding and more adaptable and maybe hopefully a little kinder to each other (laughs) um as far as (laughs) you know we're all going through the same thing all over the world so it's not like just because you have x amount of money you're doing better than everybody else which i mean you know so i mean being quarantined in a 25,000 square foot house is a little different than, you know, being quarantined inside of an apartment. But at the same time, you know, there's, you know, other things that um, people can like maybe just turning off the news or getting off social media every (laughs) once in a while would do a lot of people a lot of good. And I feel like a lot more people are doing that. Um, Oh, I guess in, from my personal experience, but um, I don't know about anywhere else or anyone well, else's yeah, personal ho- experiences. But hopefully that is the case. But obviously there are still going to be people <laughs> out there that are going to see their situation and say, "Well, I've got it worse than you," and that's makes me mad. You know? Yeah. It's, it, it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate for the people that do have it worse than say me. But um, getting that kind of attitude, it doesn't help. No. Um, I know it's easy to say from my position, but it's, you know, blaming everybody and, and yeah, yeah, you gotta, yeah, I guess, it, I mean, it's, I, it's easy to say I like feel, whenever we have jobs, but it, it, I know, but I know, like, it's not a competition of how, who's doing worse, <laughs> you know, right. you know, there's always that person sometimes that you talk to that you feel like is always in competition with you regarding something like, oh, well, you know, whenever I was growing up, uh, you know, you know, like just things like that, or where I grew up, we didn't, it was a one horse town. Oh, it, I don't know. I have someone. <laughs> in my, someone in yeah. But you know, there's always those people that you have those conversations with that it's like, look, it's not a competition. I'm not trying to one up you, you know, I'm just saying like, we're all, we all go through hard shit. Like it's, it's life. That's, that's just life. Yeah. And, and I, I do feel like I, I haven't I haven't had the extremely hard. Like, obviously, I know that people have a harder time than me with this. But I feel like one of the places that you, you learn what hardship really is and uh, how to handle it is when you go on an adventure. So, like, when we talk about doing these really extremely long distance races, um, going on like hiking trips, uh, like long distance hiking trips and traveling across the country. And like when you really go on an adventure and you leave yourselves yourself open to the, 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 the possibilities of the world, like that's where you can find how crazy it can really get. Now, if you're just living at home and and you got a a crazy life uh, that is, it sucks and it's hard. But when you're out on your own and you're doing adventures, that's where you learn how to, to deal with them. So if you're just at home complaining, it doesn't help. Like there are ways to uh, deal with it. There are ways to make things better or, you know, be more comfortable with the situation that you're in. But unfortunately, a negative attitude 
it's not the answer. It's, it's that's as simple as I can put it. <laughs> Easy for me to say, I know, but I'm saying this from a position of putting myself into a situation where I felt like I could have easily got myself into serious trouble and died by <laughs> hiking on the mountain uh, when I shouldn't have, you know, just like things like that, like adventures that I've been on and, and growing up and the kind of money we had growing up was different than what I have now. And, you know, it's, it's not, I'm not trying to say I've got all the answers. I'm just saying that the negativity, it doesn't help. It just, it festers and makes it worse. Yeah. It, it doesn't, it doesn't help matters much. I mean, personally, just to share a personal uh, story. I mean, I've been there, you know, to where I'm like a single mom with two kids and like, I'll skip a meal just so my, my kids could have a meal. And, you know, cause I was trying to make it through nursing school and, you know, things like that. So, and I was trying to, trying to make it and trying to start my career, you know? So like, but at the same time, yeah, times were hard <laughs> and, uh, you know, I figured it out. Um, there were times that I had to get creative to figure things out and I had to like maybe not be in the best place financially, you know, and I had to just kind of be like that. And it had, it just had to be that way for a little while, but I just knew that the end game was going to pay off. And I knew that, well, I, and I had personally experienced that once I got into those like negative thoughts, like, Oh, this, you know, it's only happening to me kind of thing. Like that's whenever it kind of starts snowballing and you start like maybe picking up bad habits or, you know, drinking a little too much or, you know, whatever. Um, and that's, you know, one negative habit begets another. Um, and it kind of all starts with your mentality. So as hard as it might be, um, you know, to t kind of tie this all back into <laughs> our sport of OCR, I like whenever you're out on a course and we're all out there suffering together, we're all going through the same stuff. We're all running the same course and we're all having to get over the same obstacles. Um, so, and it's never, you're never looked down upon if you ever have to reach out for help or ask for help or, you know, I don't know. That's just my perspective. <laughs> I was going to turn it into a joke and say, uh, you said that you weren't going to make it a competition, but then you went and turned it into something nice and sweet. And that was awesome. So anyways, uh, for anybody out there, m maybe you're listening to this and you completely disagree with us and you just feel like you need to rant, send us a message. I'll be happy to listen to it. Yep. I'll be happy to listen to it and tell you I'm sorry and give you my best and see, you know, if there's anything else I can do. Hey man, sometimes that in itself is totally therapeutic. Somebody, somebody that you can talk to and just be like, everything just sucks right now. And I just don't want to be happy about anything right now. And I just needed to voice that, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yep. Oh man. All right. Good stuff. Good stuff. <laughs> on a lighter note. Um, should we have closed on that? I don't, I don't know. know. Anyway. That was kind of backwards. <laughs> <laughs> that's just how we roll man that's just how we roll yeah well uh in uh cool news all right we've done the seriousness <laughs> let's uh we're gonna lighten it up a little bit uh ocr world championships has announced that they are doing come uh september at ocr worlds in stratton they're gonna have mid-race 
competitions, basically. So they're going to have uh, within the race in the 15K, uh, they're going to have fastest time for the climb up the mountain, the descent, and for the wreck bag carry. Is there one more I'm missing or is that just those three? Um, I feel like there's one more, but maybe it's just those. I'm checking. Okay. <laughs> I'll talk about it while you while you check. Okay. Yeah, so they're calling them uh, the the prims, so the premium uh, bonus that you would get as an in race award. So maybe you don't um, win first place, but you climb the mountain faster than everybody else. So they're going to have timing mats to mark those times, uh, which I know is something that uh, people have been asking for 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 a while to have. Like, let's see. Who's the fastest within this segment kind of thing? And so they're doing exactly that. They're going to have those time amounts out there and, uh, you know, they'll see who was the fastest up the hill, who was the fastest descending the mountain, and then, or maybe there's like a, a certain descent, I don't know. And who was the fastest on the wreck bag carry? Any, was there a fourth? I'm still checking. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm slow at this. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> they, they haven't said what the actual prizes will be yet. But uh, I'm sure they'll make it worth your while if, if that's the kind of thing. Because, like, if you feel like there's no way I'll ever be the fastest on a 15K, but, man, I can carry a wreck bag like a maniac. You know, that's <laughs> that's cool to be able to say, I'm going to save myself for that moment, and then I'm going to really go for it. Like, it'd be really cool. It's awesome to that they're going to be showcasing the athletes who have those str- those strengths. Yeah, have so little mini competitions exciting. within the competition. Um, yeah. And I think, are they going to be Strava segments or I can't. I th- no, it'll, it'll be timing, timing mats. Timing mats. Okay. I thought yeah. I, I don't know why I thought there was going to be Strava segments, but maybe I just read something I wrong. Know. I don't know. I don't know. I was trying to look at <laughs> trying to find that link in our, <laughs> in our oh, talk, about talking about it oh. the other day, but I didn't, <laughs> I couldn't find it. Anyways. But yeah, that sounds, uh. Sounds cool. I, I think it's a neat addition to the to the race weekend that they're going to have. I'm really going to be sad if I miss it. That again. you won't be yet. <laughs> Come on, Anna. <laughs> I'm going to figure it out. You know, I always do. Look, well, you know, even if at I this won point, run one event that weekend, <laughs> even if I just run the hundred meter championships, and yeah, I mean, you can do the hundred totally meter or suck the three k. <laughs> I mean, it's real the the travel. So I, at this point, like you, you're probably fine not knowing because, you know, who knows what's going to happen when we get there. Right. So we're all just waiting anyways. Yep. Um, it's not like we can make travel plans and, and lodging plans as far out as we have in the past. Yeah. So if you do decide to go and it's like, it's like late August It'll and you're like, like, we're still having last it. minute. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just catch that flight. You know, me and, and my uh, crazy travel plans. <laughs> <laughs> but it is possibly the best time in OCR that you'll have on a single weekend uh, next to OCR Worlds. But, I mean, uh, uh, Tough Mudder, or, God damn, uh, World's <laughs> Toughest. But, of course, that's kind of, like, what's your preference? You know, you like yeah. the long-distance suffering, or you like just, like, good, solid OCR. So, uh, if that's your, your style, then OCR Worlds is the place to be, for sure. Yep. Yeah, that uh, and you know me, I'd probably sign up for the longer race because that's my jam. But I don't <laughs> yeah, know. Fifteen k. I mean, it's only nine miles. I know it's only yeah. nine miles. It's like a training run on the weekend. That would be like my long yeah. run on the weekend. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean it's going up a mountain, so it's it ends up being more like two to two and a half hours. So yeah. but it's still not bad. Yeah, 
not bad at yeah, all. Yeah, by September, my yeah, my long run should be about that long anyway. So, you know, we'll see. How are you with uh, downhills? I I feel like I I mean I have the most fun with downhills. They hurt afterwards. <laughs> they really hurt, but I have the most fun on the downhills. Like climbing is suffering for me. Like I still power hike a lot of the climbs around here because they're just so long. But <laughs> but um, going downhill, yeah, I love it. There's like something so fast and furious about it. Whatever you like start running like a kid and just like let go, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, this, it just leads into my talk about the trail race that I did. Uh, the trail race had, I want to say about 1200 feet of elevation on the whole, on the, uh, it was an 11 mile loop. This was in, in Tyler, Texas. So it was about, uh, two hours away from, from Dallas. And it was at Tyler state park, a uh, great trail, a uh, great trail course that they had. Um, not, a lot of steep up and down. There wasn't much that I felt like I should walk. I could I could run most of it, even though it was slow, but still run most of it. So those downhills were really just like I can open up and let myself go without having to slow down. For the most part, all of the downhills were like that. That's where it was really awesome. Just being like, I can see these trail runners, like, do they know how to run downhills? Because they're going slow and I'm just flying past them. So, <laughs> um, you know, my, my uphill is not, not very good. Uh, so I usually have to keep it slow on the uphill. Um, but I just let loose on every single downhill I could. And it'd be like somebody behind me, they're kind of closing in. <laughs> oh, it's downhill coming. I'm going to lose them. Send it. And sure enough. <laughs> Yeah. So what, what is the, the, the downhill? Like what's the mentality out there? Like obviously to be fast, you need, you need to be able to run downhills well. So why am I just reckless in saying, <laughs> I I just, I felt like that's just natural to run downhill fast. Like, yeah, what, it, should I not be? <laughs> so, uh, I've I've learned quite a bit listening to Kirk and Bracken. <laughs> mm. So yeah, it, it's, it, it's a lot more impact and that's why it does hurt. Like after you've mm. like descended for a while, um, like, and it, and it just affects a different set of muscles and it's completely a different set of muscles. And, um, if you're not used to going that fast down a trail, especially, and if you're not, um, experienced, uh, running on a trail, you don't know to look out for like the little rocks and, pebbles that'll trip you up and I, I think it's almost like a fear thing too because people mm. are afraid that they're just gonna you know face plant straight down into the dirt um yeah if you eat it at that speed oh yeah oh, man that that's that's hard there's a there's one trail that is behind my house that if I run it one way I go up that section but if I run it the other way I get to go down that section but I still can't go fast down that trail because it's it's steep it's pretty steep and it's very <laughs> rocky <laughs> and yeah i could just see myself just going head over heels <laughs> or, or just tumbling down that down that uh down that decline and i think i have before and that's how <laughs> that's how i got and but i didn't i didn't fall as bad as i thought i would but it was towards the bottom of the hill too so, oh. and it was pretty painful. Like I still have a scar from it. 
Um, oh, wow. Yeah. So, uh, it, I mean, yeah, it's probably a self-preservation thing too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's funny to get, like, obviously if you go too fast, you will lose your feet because your body will go faster than your feet can keep up. Yeah. And then you'll eat it. And I, as a skateboarder, have done that many a times by, like, hanging on to somebody's car and then getting <laughs> speed wobbles and flying off. You know, like, that's 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 happened to me outside of trail running plenty of times. I don't think I've ever lost it on a trail run like that. Um, but I have fallen from that my momentum is faster than my feet can keep up kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. So when it gets too steep to run your fastest speed that's yeah it gets crazy it's a really crazy feeling to feel like i need to slow down because i will fall over if i don't yeah but rolling hills rolling hills are pretty fun <laughs> yeah and that was the majority of that race now bring it back to ocr worlds stratton mountain those hills can be steep and you know stratton mountain itself is not a giant mountain it's uh got a pretty good elevation, but it's not like anything uh, that you're going to see in Colorado or anything. But man, the trails that they take you down, the hills that they take you down is nuts. Because I, like, I feel at all the Spartan races I do here in Texas and the ones I've traveled to, uh, the downhills have been really enjoyable. And it's almost never a like, I will die if I let myself <laughs> go. Um but at, at Stratton Mountain, the downhills are so steep and so long. Like, even going down a downhill that's too steep is like, it's cool. It's like, all right, I'll, uh, you know, put up the brakes on a little bit and I'll be okay. Mm -hmm. But they're so long <laughs> that it's like, it does become painful from running downhill for that long. Like, it's worse than hiking the dang hill. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. Yeah, and then depending on where they put the downhills in your race, you could be totally taxed like you could be totally yes. fatigued and then you don't feel as confident on the downhills because i definitely know that whenever <laughs> i do my loop and i come down that last little descent i'm like oh maybe on a different day i could just bomb down this hill but <laughs> like right now i'm just i want to make it to the trailhead and i just want to make it home <laughs> <laughs> well that's how i felt about uh uh noram last year is, is <laughs> you know getting to the top of the mountain and heading down it it like the way down just whipped me. And then so I, that's probably only like four miles into the race and you got another five and the rest of it was way harder than it would have been, um, you know, had I not uh, just just wrecked myself running as fast as I could down that hill. Yeah. And, you know, there's those so. funny there's those funny spots where it's completely flat and you feel like you could just zone out and not even worry about the trail. And then that's where you trip. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> I love the meme where it's like what you expect to trip on. And it's like a root yeah. you know, sticking up probably yeah. a good four inches. And it's like what you actually trip on. And then it's nothing. <laughs> there's nothing there. Uh, that is so true. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, running uh, downhill, I think uh, I was looking at my, it was pretty cool. I was looking at my, my splits for the, the two laps, um, two laps of, of 11 miles a piece. And there was... I want to say like five or six people that I was slower than on the first loop and I beat them on the second loop because I held on to my pace decently well and of course continued those those downhills. And I remember um, one person in particular, he looked like he was a good bit older than me, 
uh, even had more weight on him than me. But man, he was getting the hills and had a, a good pace on the flats too. So I was like, wow, this guy, uh, I, I can tell that I'm doing the, the, the downhills faster than him, but I can't believe, you know, I'm like, like almost shocked that he's got such a good pace running the rest of it. And so he was ahead of me, I think from early on, like he passed me early on and then was ahead of me probably for the most of the race. And then it was in the last couple miles, like the majority of the last mile and a half was almost all downhill. And so in the last couple of miles, I saw him and I was like, oh, yeah, those downhills are coming. I'm going to get this guy now. <laughs> and sure enough, I flew past him and looking at the splits, I think I, I put uh, at least a couple minutes on him nice. in that uh, that last couple half mile and a half or whatever it was. Nice. So run your downhills. If you don't feel good on uphills, that's that's the only chance you got. <laughs> That's how I feel. So you almost ran a marathon. You were four miles short of a marathon. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it was interesting running just 20. It was The trail was a little short, so it was like 21-something. Yeah. But How'd you feel at the end? How'd you feel, like, body-wise, hydration, nutrition? Oh, so, uh, well, body-wise, I felt nice and whipped because I, I felt like I pushed uh, towards the end. So, you know, I kept it fairly easy on first lap and, uh, and, and the most majority of the second lap. But once it was like, I got four miles left to finish this thing, I'm going to just, you know, churn it up and, and just take it home as best I can. So I didn't, I didn't slow down towards the end. I, I probably had really good, uh, s- splits on the miles and, and whatnot. Um, so because of that, you know, obviously I could have ran longer, but because I had a good push, I felt nice and uh, nice and whipped at the end. Like my legs were were feeling feeling it pretty good, and I ended up choosing not to go out and uh, pace Josh at any point because he was doing the longer distance, <laughs> and um, just because I didn't want to, you know, put my legs through extra duress because <laughs> I, I put them through a pretty good amount for that. Now, hydration wise, I have uh, started. I, I bought some Oral IV. Liquid, sorry, liquid IV. And, you know, I've been using Performally for quite a while now and also dealing with hydration. So I've been using um, noon tablets. Mm-hmm. And I, I was doing a little research looking up, uh, you know, what's best for dehydration and just looking at the differences between noon tablets, uh, oral uh, liquid IV, and then some another one that I forget the name of it. But it seemed like liquid IV has, it, they definitely have different chemical makeups that they use. And liquid IV has something that helps the um, the hydration take hold faster. So it's not just simply electrolytes. So you're getting that, but you're also getting something that's helping the 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 H2O, I guess, get into your your system um, at a faster rate. Hmm. And honestly, I've I've been running with it for uh, three weeks now, I guess, and have. You know, it could always be something else. I, I'd never know for sure unless I continue to do it. But I've been feeling really good. I haven't been getting in headaches after my runs. Even I did a two-hour two hour run the uh, weekend before. I did that run, which was two hours and 40 minutes on a good trail and didn't have any headaches for the rest of the day. So I'm feeling pretty good about uh, using, using that product. Nice. What about any nutrition? Did you eat at all during 22 miles? 
Well, as you know, trail races are amazing at having <laughs> the best aid stations around. Like, yeah. uh, you know, OCR, we get water if you're lucky, you know, like <laughs> if you're really lucky, you might get a half a, a, a shot block or something. But um, yeah, water is really maybe a banana or something, which I don't, <laughs> wouldn't eat anyway. But um, so I uh, use goo. Uh, just the goo, um, you know, the brand goo. And I have one of those. I don't know if I told you about it. I have one of those. Instead of getting the individual packets, I bought the little flask that you fill up with the big packs. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, so it's got, just got a little nozzle that you open up, and that way you don't have to open the trash and have your pocket be all sticky and all that stuff. And uh, I've really liked it so far. Yeah. Um, Do you mix it with water so, at all? Do you make it, like, thinner at all? No, no, I just use it as is, and that's that's my food for when I'm out on course. So, uh, you know, if I hit that that 30-minute to 45-minute mark and I'm hungry, uh, I'll take, a, you know, a, a, not, a, not a swig, but a, a chunk <laughs> of that. Um, and, and I like it, so I can wash it out afterwards, and, uh, and it works really well. And uh, buying those bigger packs is cheaper than buying the individual packs, too. So that's that's nice as well. That's nice. I have yet um, to. I really want to try that uh, that concentrated sustainably stuff that uh, oh, yeah. really came out with because the sustainably I feel like really works for me during Wait, longer stuff. So there's a concentrated version. Yeah, it's like a. It's a. They sell it in the little bottle. It's yeah. It's like concentrated. It's already mixed oh, up and everything. It. Yeah, it's liquid sustainably. Oh, cool. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think a bottle is only like 30-something bucks. There's a sale going on. And just, What's yeah. that sale code again? <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Uh, but yeah, I, I use that. And other than that, I brought a bunch of snacks. And I I don't think I really ate any of them during the race because the, um, the, the aid stations have so much. So they had two aid stations on course, and then they had one back at the start line. And of course, they've got... Everything you can think of. They've got PB&J, uh, M&M's, uh, you know, Cheez-Its. And then at the end of the night, they ended up having uh, cooking like quesadillas and grilled cheese and stuff. Yeah. Man, it's like, <laughs> so, you know, as a topic in itself, why, why it's, why do we not get that at obstacle races? <laughs> right. And I think. I want somebody I think, cooking me a quesadilla. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that one of the reasons is simply just because of the, the size of the crowd. Yeah. Uh, I have yet to be at a trail race that is the size of a Spartan race. You know, Spartan races are looking to bring in uh, three to 8,000 people, whereas a trail race is usually like a few hundred at the most. Um, yeah. And at the same time, where are their expenses going? <laughs> obstacle races they're usually going into the obstacles right. and the build and all that stuff too so. insurance all that yeah so i will tell you that my hundred miler if you decide to come for that you will have hmm. the best aid station experience ever <laughs> <laughs> at a trail race because i'll tell you that edie and her volunteers of and her group of people that helps her out like to put on these races they are the best like mm. some of the best out there. First of all, it's Louisiana, so you can't really go, go wrong with any of the food out there. And second of all, like just the hospitality at all the aid stations. But at at the particular Lugaroo uh, race, it's funny because they have like um, little competitions between all the aid stations. 
nice. <laughs> yeah. Like, so, a, like a classroom door decoration kind of yes, thing? Yes, yes. So <laughs> there was one, um, this group of trail race, trail race, group I guess came down from Shreveport and they come down for her races a lot and they had their own aid station at the end of like that really long uh walkway that really long boardwalk that goes across the the swamp and like they had Christmas lights hanging up and they had (laughs) like it was it was absolutely the kind of aid station where if you sat down and stayed a while, you would get sucked in and you wouldn't get, like you'd get way too comfortable and you'd be having way too much fun just at the aid station. So, <laughs> but That is a really unique part of trail racing that is pretty awesome. Yeah, I was trying to explain it to some of my coworkers and I was like, you know what, like marathons, you see the water stations that have, you know, the Gatorade and maybe you know, a, a goo or something sitting on a table. No, you go to like an ultra trail race and you'll have like <laughs> bottles of whiskey, you'll have quesadillas, you'll have grilled cheese sandwiches. Oh, it's a full on buffet. <laughs> it's a full on buffet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, this, this particular trail race, they did a really good job of, um, basically abiding by the rules that they were given to be able to hold the race. So when you went to the uh, pit, uh, the start line, that whole area where the porta potties were, where the, where the uh, race center was, all that, you had to have your mask on while you're in there. And then you're told when you went to an aid station, you were supposed to have your mask on too. So out on the trail, uh, it was open. But anytime you're in like mass gathering areas, you were supposed to have a, a, a mask on. And I don't I don't think people abide it by that as best they, they could have. And, and the race owner sent out an email saying, hey, everybody, you didn't do as good as you could. Uh, so, you know, let's be better or else we're not going to have races. So there's all that. But they, they did, uh, I think. You know, what else can you do if you're going to put on a race? Like, what else can you do to make sure that everybody's safe and, uh, you know, taken care of? So they, they did the best they they, they could. And uh, yeah, at some point, it's all up to us, the the racers, to, you know, abide by all that stuff. So, um, oh, the, another thing they did was say, when you're done with your race, please go home. Please <laughs> don't hang out and leave. Um, so that way it thinned out the crowd pretty quickly. And, uh, for those of us that were there, um, you know, crewing for other people, it wasn't, we weren't all on top of each other. Um, so I did crew for Josh McCarty who ran the 108 K. Uh, so once I was done with my two laps, he still had another six to go. Four. Was 11, he, oh, he 12, was doing the 108 K. So yeah. Yeah. So he had another four to go after, after I was done with mine, um, so he uh, he rolled his ankle three miles into the the race. Not like like you know, not even thirty minutes into his all day affair, he rolled his ankle pretty darn bad. And he, as a like beast that he is, this is the guy that ran uh, the fifty mile. You know, one of the guys that ran the fifty miler with me, and he felt like he could keep going after we got done. <laughs> done with that <laughs> and uh so he was kind of looking to push himself and see how far he could go and he, he so he rolled his ankle and he said uh i uh i came here to get a buckle so that's what i'm gonna do so he just kept on going like 
he wasn't the fastest. And, I mean, he wasn't the slowest either. He was actually 15th out of, uh, I don't know, 20, 30 people. I forget how many it was, but he uh, he did it. He, he finished it up. And so they started at like 6 a.m. And he finished at, I want to say, just before 10 p.m. Wow. So it was a, a good 16 hours or so. I forget exactly the time, but man, yeah, that was a day. But that's awesome. He, I mean, yep. he finished. He gr- gutted it out. Sometimes yeah, that's pretty, what you got pretty amazing. Yeah. Uh, Chris Rugolowski, she was there and she yeah. got first in the women's, like, like handedly. Nice. Um, Did she run the, she ran the 22 miler or she ran the. The 108? 108K. Nice. Yeah. Good yeah. Chris. And she, and she was like walking most of the last lap. Like she just, yeah, eh, whatever. She like, <laughs> she had it in the bag. So, so bad. <laughs> nice. That girl's nuts. <laughs> She's um, fast. She's fast. Yeah, she is. She was, I mean, she was a lap ahead, uh, like halfway through, I think. Nice. It was nuts. Nice. And I, uh, took it upon myself to bring my dry robe because it was a, a chilly day <laughs> and man, you know, trail racers don't know what it's like, but dry robes, you might look goofy, but man, they are one of the best things ever. Because yes. uh, I was comfortable all day long, even though the sun never came out and it stayed like 50, 40s, 50 to all all day. Um, so, yeah, it, it's so funny how, you know, you go to a world stuff as mutter and it's just like almost everybody and their mama's got a, a dry <laughs> robe on. And it's so normal. Uh, you go to a trail race and it's just not something that they've gotten into, I guess. <laughs> and they're like, what's that? <laughs> yeah. But I had multiple compliments and saying, man, I need to get me one of those. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I just uh, sent off my dry robe. I dug it out of wherever it was living the past year or so, and <laughs> I just sent it off to the dry cleaners because, oh, nice. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it wasn't it wasn't like rotten or anything, but it just you know it had been yeah. packed away for so long it needed to get a little refresh. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, I also had Josh had a like a like a pop-up deer blind so it was like a a tent but i don't know if you've seen these but it's like the the walls pop out and so that once you pop them out they don't easily you got to really force them to go back in so it's kind of like a little pop-up tent and uh and he had even had a little heater um like a little propane heater with him too that was like just sitting there and chill out man it's awesome uh so i I would probably never buy a a camo device like that, but I looked into it and they have uh, ice fishing tents that are basically the exact same thing. Um, And just no floor because, you know, you'll need the the floor open for ice fishing. But it seems like a really cool thing to have at something like World's Toughest where, you know, we don't want to have tents because we don't want a place to get comfortable. But I think our pit crew would really appreciate something like that somewhere where they can get out of the wind. And, uh, you know, if they need to lay down, have a place to lay down comfortably, um, that would accompany uh, just a couple people. It wouldn't take up a lot of room in, in the pit, I don't think. So yeah. probably going to get one of those. I mean, the dry robe is sufficient if you want to be like me and like have your little pity party for a hot second and then go back out and, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and go back out and run a lot. <laughs> right, right. You just wrap yourself up in that and put the hood on. And then, you know, have your little moment and then take it off. All right. Ready to go. <laughs> yeah. Those things are good. <laughs> anyway. So, yeah, I, I really enjoyed the event. Uh, I did, 
you know, like I said, is 1,200 feet of elevation in a lap. And I did 201, I think, in the first lap. And then like 208, um, which also included my seven-minute pit. So my, my um, you know, second lap wasn't that much slower than my first one. It was pretty, felt pretty good about it. Nice. So you kept a good pace, felt good. Yeah. Going along, felt good felt and healthy. Good that was finishing. the best part. Yeah. Don't you love that whenever a race just finally like clicks? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's nice. Yep. Um, I don't r- think I had anything else. I think that was it. Was feel, that the last thing we had about to talk that? about? Yeah, that was my, the last of my topics. Wow. We're like three. almost an hour and a half in. Man, time flies. Cool. <laughs> it does. <laughs> All right. Well, great. Cool. Unless you got anything else. I got nothing. Um, Ronnie and Sophia. Sophia, slide into our DMs and send me your address. <laughs> yep, absolutely. Uh, we'll be hitting y'all up. And uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. New year. And we're going to keep on rolling with this and just keep on having fun with it. Keep on keeping so, on. <laughs> look out for if races do happen, you know, some fun, exciting possibly live coverage coming from races and uh, some other uh, fun, interesting things that we've got uh, coming up too. Yep. So um, go check out uh, the Threadless store and the OCR report and all the other podcasts. And uh, thanks for listening. And what, how does it, I, no, I'm, I'm, you, I really need to <laughs> No, Yeah. I just totally, <laughs> I looked at my son and he was like, not even, he was like, what? Because I wanted him don't to worry. do it. I wanted him to do it again. <laughs> I'll, don't worry. It, I'll put it at the end. That'll be the closer. Yeah. Just <laughs> cut out my little. Uh, <laughs> I just died. Well, I was hoping you'd say goodbye or something. Yeah. But, uh, All either, right. Either way. Yeah. Goodbye. All right. <laughs> Subscribe now. <laughs>